It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, fighting back. The FDA set to approve a third vaccine dose for immunocompromised people as COVID cases surge from coast to coast. We'll have the latest on that. And the new push from the CDC for pregnant women to get the shot. When pregnant women who are not vaccinated get COVID, they get into serious difficulties. We're live with a full report. Then, feeling the heat, millions waking up to another round of brutal temperatures. It's almost like walking through water. Like, yeah. it's just so humid, you hit a wall. So when can we expect some relief? Al's got your full forecast. Plus, fighting the good fight. Yep. We'll catch up with Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard about their competitive new game show. and why they say working together has only made their relationship stronger. Some people go away to like nice hotels for a week to rekindle and we, we go shoot for 90 hours and we come out thinking like, yeah, I picked the right one. And it's not heaven, it's Iowa. We'll take you to the field of dreams ahead of tonight's first ever major league game at the iconic baseball diamond. That's exactly what, you know, the movie is all about, playing catch with your dad, so. Dream fulfilled. Yeah. yeah. Proving that if you build it, they will come today, Thursday, August 12, 2021. Good morning from Osceola Elementary in Naples, Florida. Woo! We're the Sullivans from McCandless, Pittsburgh. And we're celebrating my 12th birthday with you today. today. Happy birthday, Meredith. Good morning today show. We're the Barnett family from Kingsport, Tennessee. And we're celebrating our daughter Evelyn's first birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday Evelyn. Evelyn. Hi today. This is the Williams family from Montgomery, Alabama with a shout out to our daughter Demaya as she's off to college in New York. Woo! Yeah. Yay. Oh, I love it. Good morning everybody. Welcome back to today. Glad to have you with us along on a Thursday morning. Hoda's off. Craig and Chanel are holding down the fort in Studio 1A. And Craig, you've got a really powerful story for us coming up tomorrow. Yeah, you know what, Savannah? In, in New Orleans, there's this championship-winning high school football coach. But he is on a mission that extends well beyond that field, keeping his players safe from gun violence in a neighborhood where the life expectancy is 10 years less than the national average. Uh, it drives Bryce Brown. That's the coach, uh, Coach Brown. We shared an important conversation with him and his players that I can't wait to share with our viewers tomorrow here on Today. Oh, looks like a good one. Now let's get to the news here at 8 o'clock on a Thursday in hospitals are filling up with COVID patients in parts of the country where that Delta variant is raging. And now health officials are urging pregnant women and people with weak immune systems to protect themselves. NBC's Morgan Chesky's in Dallas with the latest on all of it. Morgan, good morning. Yes, Savannah, good morning to you. And we are watching this Delta-driven surge break records all across the country. And that includes here in Texas, where officials have just announced more than 2,000 medical personnel will be sent to hospitals just like this one, currently overwhelmed with COVID patients. And today, we anticipate the FDA to authorize third vaccine doses for those who are immunocompromised. That can include cancer patients, those living with an organ transplant, or people with HIV. Because studies have shown that after the first two shots, their bodies are producing little to no antibodies. And the latest fight over COVID-19 measures is playing out at school districts all across the country where superintendents are making the decision to defy governor's orders and issue their own mask mandate before millions of kids go back to the classroom. The first thing you do 
is that you surround them with people who are vaccinated. And that's the reasons why we want the teachers to get vaccinated. We want the personnel in the school to get vaccinated. And we want children who are eligible because of their age to get vaccinated. And the CDC is also updating its guidance for pregnant women, urging them to get vaccinated after studies have shown they're at higher risk for severe disease and evidence shows shots are safe. Savannah. All right, Morgan Chesky in Dallas, thank you. Meanwhile, more Americans will be sweating it out today as that dangerous heat wave expands. Now it's getting even more intense. Al's got an update on just how hot it is going to be and when we might see some relief, huh, buddy? Yeah, well, it doesn't look like we're going to really get much until we get into the weekend. And even then, it may be a little bit of a ways. You can see literally coast to coast, all the way from the northeast into the northwest, we are talking about uh, really warm temperatures, heat indexes over 100 degrees, 106 folks impacted today, especially here in the Northeast when we could be looking at records from Syracuse, Burlington, Manchester. And then over the next three days going into the weekend, temperatures into the 90s factor in the humidity. And it feels like heat indexes of over 100 degrees from Charleston, Jacksonville, Nashville, Little Rock. We've also got severe weather firing up today, stretching from central Illinois all the way into the Northeast. We have a risk today of severe weather, 13 million people damaging winds, hail, and tornadoes possible from all the way in the Midwest into the Northeast, and we're tropping, tracking Tropical Depression Fred, 542 miles southeast of Key West, Florida. It's moving north-northwest at 16 miles per hour, comes into the Gulf sometimes early Saturday morning, but a wide cone of uncertainty. Panama City, Jacksonville, all the way down to Key West. We're going to be watching this thing. It's going to bring a lot of heavy rain. Not a big wind maker, but it will bring heavy rain. Three to five inches, generally for parts of Florida, but could be as much as eight inches. And that all depends on whether it intensifies as it makes its way into the Gulf. Craig. All right. Thank you. Al. All right. That's the news. Now, Savannah, you have the boost. Yes, a super cute one. Parents expecting a newborn. Sometimes they worry about how the older sibling is going to react. That does not seem to be the problem with five-year-old Hudson and his baby sister, Harlow. Hey, Hud. Harlow's awake. Oh. 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 my goodness. That's sweet. How cute is that? And she's just loving it. That mom says Hudson oh. cannot wait to hug his sissy whenever she wakes up from a nap. I mean, that is so cute. That's what he you want. He also gives her a kiss each night at bedtime to help her fall asleep. When I think about that and then I think about my kids and how much they fight, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. There you go. And sometimes they're grounded. with babies can be, you know, they have to be gentle. Yeah. They go for the face, so that's, that's what we want that's there. See, that's the opposite of what's happening in my house, too. <laughs> that's a good one. But yeah. nice I to know. see what, Where do we go wrong, Craig? Where do we go <laughs> wrong? It. All right. Up next, a thrill for fans of baseball and Hollywood. Oh, thrill indeed. Harry Smith taking us on a tour of the legendary Field of Dreams in Iowa. And he's doing it ahead of tonight's very first major league game ever being held there. But first, these messages. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with Chris Pine to talk about a career that has taken him from Star Trek to Wonder Woman, and now the new film he wrote, directed, and stars in called Pool Man. 
You can get our conversation for free wherever you download your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna Book Club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back with a new edition of Mr. Smith Goes To. Oh, this is going to be a good one, SG. It's a historic day for movie and baseball fans. Tonight, marking the first ever major league game in the state of Iowa. And Harry, it's being held at a very special place, and you got to go there. Mm -hmm. You remember the movie, Field oh, Dreams, yeah, right? Sure. If you build it, they will come. come. All of that. Imagine it's theoretically a movie about baseball, but it's about so much more. Trying to find the answers to life's important questions in a cornfield. In Iowa, there's a baseball field beside a field of corn that may look familiar. For more than 30 years, people have come from all over to take a couple swings, to stroll the outfield, or like the fishers from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, just have a catch. That's exactly what, you know, the movie is all about, playing catch with your dad, so. Dream fulfilled? Yeah. 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 Yes, it is the very same ball field used in the movie Field of Dreams, right. not far from the town of Dyersville, where Main Street still looks like you remember it, and the young man who cuts lawns in the neighborhood doesn't mind if a stranger takes his classic tractor for a spin. The movie has had a big effect on the town. There's even a perfect little museum. One of my favorites is the uh, Curator Amanda Schwartz shows us a baseball from the 1919 World Series, where players from the Chicago White Sox were accused of losing on purpose, then banned for life, including the best player of his time, Shoeless Joe Jackson. The original movie title was The Shoeless Joe. Mm -hmm. uh, and so this is a crew jacket oh, from, okay. from the movie. In the movie and the book, a voice says, if you build it, he will come. And by golly, Shoeless Joe does appear. What is it that is, it's like a magnet that draws people here? It is. I think it's just the enduring story of goodness, of connection, of family, uh, of people being able to, to have that second chance. It's my father. The film, more about redemption and connection than about baseball. I'm right. Don Lansing's family owned the farm where the movie was made. And as for planting corn again on that field when the movie was done, no way. And it was just so beautiful that it was miraculous that I couldn't possibly do it. I mean, uh, even when some of the crew members left, they, they told me there's magic keep out here. This field. Wife Becky is convinced of it. It's a Mecca. It's very, very quiet, and you will see that. People don't come out here and scream and holler. They'd leave the place, and they thank me for it, and they encourage me to keep on keeping it so that, you know, they can bring their children back, and now they're bringing their grandkids back. Life imitating art. Listen to this straight from the pages of the novel. They'll turn up your driveway not knowing for sure why they're doing it and arrive at your door innocent as children. 
Of course we don't mind. If you look around, you'll say, it's only $20 per person. We'll pass over the money without even thinking about it. For it is money they have and peace they like. Some local ball players who worked as stand-ins and extras in the film form the ghost team. They do this, but they also have an act they've performed for military families around the world. The Lansing sold the place some years back to Denise Stillman, who had really big dreams for the field, but was soon diagnosed with terminal cancer. Her husband, Tom, remembers. She couldn't speak anymore when she was really sick. And uh, she was still emailing Major League Baseball. So she knew she wasn't going to see this, but she believed in it so much. And I think that commitment, I think her spirit lives on here because of it. The game is tonight, the White Sox and the Yankees, a line drive away from the original field, a new field built from scratch by ball field legend Murray Cook. This morning when the dew sets on the field in the evening or the, the fog comes in, that's a special moment. I'll bet. Those are the special moments in, in the evenings and early mornings when you can come out here and no one's here. You hear nothing, there's nothing mowing out here, but you see this field and the corn, you hear a little breeze. You know, you, is this heaven, you know? For me it is, it's, you know, it's filled with dreams. Is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. Right. So Iowans will be the ones who get to go to the game. Yeah. There's a lottery to get uh, distribute the 8,000 tickets that have been built there by Murray and his crew. The place is just gorgeous. And the actual dimensions in the field that are the same as the old Comiskey Park in oh, Chicago wow. where the White Oh, Sox wow. Play. Didn't know that. Yeah. It's hallowed ground, Harry. It's been hallowed ground for a long time, and that is one of my favorite films. Of all time. It was one of my and favorite films, and I didn't know half of the what you connection. Just no, right? I yeah, didn't right. know. And you said there's a special connection with the team that they're playing. That's playing. Well, it's interesting because in the novel, right? Because we do our homework here mm -hmm. at the Today Show. <laughs> the protagonist's father loved the Chicago White Sox, but also really disliked the New York Yankees. Yankees. Oh, and when I brought yeah. that up to MLB, they said, "Oh, really? Oh, they're, <laughs> they're not aware." <laughs> but you know what? Good for Major League Baseball too, by the way. Yeah. I mean, this is an excellent opportunity. Very cool thing. It's very interesting though because the New York Yankees. Yankees have a lot of people on the disabled list, can't play list, and COVID list. I'm wondering if they may need some of those guys to come out. Harry, <laughs> 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 thank you. That was great. Thanks as always. You bet. Uh, Mr. Rooker, try to top it. Not me. Uh-uh. But we'll just take and show you what we've got going on today. Look for some heavy rain making its way already through the southwest. Maybe some flooding. We've got some strong storms stretching from central Illinois right into the northeast. Look at the heat today. 90s and 100s, about two-thirds thirds of the country right now covered by those record-setting to near-record-setting temperatures, plus excessive humidity down through the Gulf, mid-Atlantic states into the Northeast, record highs in the Pacific Northwest, and that flood threat really continuing through the Southwest today. That is your latest weather. Now it is time for the best time of the morning. Woo -woo. No cars, but we got Chanel. All right. Yeah. Okay, so we have some good stuff for you this morning. First up, the one and only Dolly Parton, the self-proclaimed book lady, is adding a new title to her bookshelf. And this one is her very own, the country music icon announcing she has co-authored a novel with legendary writer James Patterson titled Run, Rose, Run. It's set to tell the story of a singer-songwriter on the rise in Nashville and running from her past. Parton telling her fans on social media, I cannot be more excited about the release of my very first novel. 
I also have a new CD to go along with the book based on its characters and situations. Now, this may be Dolly's first new novel, but she's certainly no stranger to the world yeah. of reading. Her charity organization, the Imagination Library, has provided millions of books to children all over the world. Run, Rose, Run is out in March, and we certainly can't wait to check it out. It all right. It continues to seem as if as Dolly Parton gets older, she, she's working more and more. more. Two Hashtag goals. Coming together. Right? She keeps reinventing herself. All right, next up, Jay Leno, the former Tonight Show host, is certainly known these days as the gearhead driving fast cars in Jay Leno's garage. But recently, the 71-year-old tried out a very different kind of stunt, climbing out of a moving plane mid-air. Watch this. <laughs> Can you imagine? Let me explain. So Jay explained the stunt on Spike's car radio show yesterday saying, yes, that is in fact a real airplane. Apparently, he climbed out from the nose of the plane to surprise his friends in the cockpit. Anything for a good laugh for Jay? It's like he's channeling Tom Cruise. He just, and wow. he had a great time. You heard his chuckling there. Why is Jay trying to kill himself? <laughs> he just wants to raise the bar. Oh, do something new. Oh, you know, you get that, bored, Jay. raise the bar. Oh. We'll see what happens next. And finally, Prince Charles and Princess Diana. Listen to this. It's been 40 years since the world watched the Prince of Wales and Lady Diana's historic wedding. And a major piece of memorabilia from that day just sold at auction for just over $2,500. Any idea? I didn't know there was any memorabilia left from that day. They're free now? Well, guess what? No. A slice of royal wedding cake. Yes, the 40-year-old piece was sold to British local Jerry Layton. And despite the seemingly good condition the cake appears to be in, it did come with a warning label. The auction cautioning it would advise against anyone, you know, trying to take a bite <laughs> of the slice. They say, though, that, you know, it can last forever. The cake comes from one of the 23 official wedding cakes from the 1981 Royal Nuptials. $2,500, I think that's a steal. Is, yeah. it, is it a steal? I mean, a cake from the Royal Wedding? A slice, I, I mean? Anyway, there you go. Savannah? You can have it, but you can have it, but don't eat it. Don't uh, taste. Straight ahead with, yeah, consumer prices soaring. Stephanie Rule's going to be with us to tell us what we should be buying right now and what we should hold off on. Stephanie will join us just ahead. But first, this is Today on NBC. It is 8.30 now on this Thursday morning, and we have... But well, we have a new friend here in Rockefeller Plaza. There he is. It's a monumental sculpture. It's called Share. It's by the artist Cause. And if you Cause can't, what? Uh, I, I, <laughs> what I, I, you know, because <laughs> he could do it. Yes, Cause. K A W S Cause. Uh. If you can't tell, by the way, this bronze figure. A whopping 18 feet tall. If you're yeah. in the area, you can gaze up at it in person from now until October. There it is. There's cool. cause. There Look at that. Go. Our, Our friends here on the plaza. There's here. cause. Look at that. There Stop in. Go. Say hello. <laughs> okay. Wow. It's interesting. We got to cool. get over there and check it out. Coming up, you guys, we have been talking about these higher consumer prices. So the question is, what can you do about them? Stephanie Rule is going to break things down just ahead. What we should buy now and what can wait if you're looking to save money. And then we're going to have our conversation with one of America's funniest and most honest couples, uh, Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard. They're going to tell us about their wild new game show, why working on it together has actually rekindled their romance oh. and the surprising reason they get along better 
in small spaces. That's interesting. Plus, with the new school year starting, could you use some organization inspiration? Well, with the help of a busy family, an expert will show you how to create extra storage in your home. And then, guys, coming up on the third hour of today, actor Garrett Hedlund, he's going to join us live with the inside scoop on the new season of his hit show, Modern Love. And we are excited for tomorrow on Today because the super talented Ben Platt will be with us. Ooh. Cannot wait to catch up with him. He's one of my favorites. I know. Yeah, yeah for That'll sure. That'll be a good one. For sure. Yep. Al, how's, how's the weather looking? Okay, let's look ahead to the weekend. Never too early to do that. As we look at Friday, hot and humid in the Northeast, we're going to be watching uh, Tropical System Fred uh, down in the Gulf. Record heat out west on Saturday. More of the same. More heavy rain down through Florida because of Fred. Uh, some showers along the eastern seaboard. Hot and dry out west. And then on Sunday, Sunday, we'll be looking at heavy rain through the southeast. A nice day in the northeast and Great Lakes all the way into the plains and the Pacific Northwest where it'll be not quite so hot. You know, I always like to do that run around the plaza. Oh, Let's yeah. start Let's it really quick. Here, here. Okay, here we go. 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 It's all coming back. It's all coming back. Thank y'all for coming I by, love by the way. Thank y'all for coming come by. Out. We wanted to come out and say hi. Uh, when we come back and when Mr. Roker catches his breath, he's not He's actually not Small winded. No. That's impressive. Uh, we've got some money saving advice from Steph Rule to help you navigate those soaring consumer prices we've been talking about this morning on everything from groceries to gas, how to deal with this inflation. But first, this is today on NBC. We are back at 8.36 with today's consumer. As the economy recovers from the pandemic, some prices are soaring and experts are worried about a rising inflation rate. So what does that mean for you? What does that mean for your wallet? NBC's senior business correspondent Stephanie Rule joins us with the bottom line on what to buy now, what to perhaps buy later. This is good. This is this always yeah. one of our, our, our funnest games here, yeah. Steph. How are you? I'm great. Good to be here. So let's talk about, just first of all, what could this possible inflation mean for our economy at large? Okay, well, right now, the biggest factor driving prices up are supply chain issues. The economy all opened up at the same time, mm -hmm. so demand is booming at a time when we don't have enough supply, whether it's goods or workers. So for anything that we're buying right now, prepare yourself. Okay. Things are going to be about 10% higher-ish. Mm. Just, just give yourself that cushion. And this is not the year to wait for last-minute deals because not only will you possibly not get the deal, you might not even get the product. Uh. Wow, that's happened to us. All right, so let's talk about buy now or buy later. Where are we starting? Okay, let's start with school supplies. Okay. We all know kids are going back to school. Yeah. Many haven't been back to school in a year. Parents are expected to spend more this year than ever. Really? That's on clothes, laptops, and all your classic school supplies. Okay. So right now, buy everything you know you need. Don't even wait for the teacher to send this specific list. Mm -hmm. You know your basics. And actually go to brick-and-mortar stores because okay. there's all sorts of shipping delays. Get what you need. And now I love Labor Day sales. We all do. Yeah. Don't wait for Labor Day for the things that you know you need, right? There's no backpacks in my house right now. Mm. If we wait and there's none to be had on Labor Day, my 15-year-old son does not want to carry my purse to school right. in September. So buy what you need now and come Labor Day, get the extras. What about toys? Toys, I know my kids would say it's always a good time, but this is about holidays. And we always say, oh, shop early. You really need to this year. Toy prices haven't gone up yet, but manufacturers expect them to. And we just learned from the Postal Service, USPS, they're going to be adding a surcharge from October to December, 25 cents for small wow. packages, 
five bucks for big ones. So if you can buy now, do it, especially while there's free shipping and you're in no rush. And, and you beauty mentioned products. beauty products as Okay, well. beauty products, yes. This is the time for self-care. We all need it. Yeah. Cosmetics, perfume, makeup, all a bit cheaper than it was last year. But after Labor Day, when we start going back to work, prices are probably going to go up because we're going to need that stuff again. So buy them now. Okay, so those are the buy now. What about buy later? Okay, big ticket items. Yeah. Let's talk cars. Okay. You keep hearing used cars cost so much. Why? It's about newsed cars. There are new cars. There's a huge chip supply out there. Yeah. And we, there is a shortage of chips, and you need chips for new cars. So since there's less new cars on the lot, we're not trading in our old cars. Uh. So if you can wait, that issue is going to resolve itself over time. Please do. Think about other big, big items. Appliances. Yeah, we need a new furniture. dryer. I'm okay. like, but I, I thought I was going to get one, but maybe now I won't. If you can wait, yeah. please do. I get it. We are sick of sitting on the same couch. <laughs> Mine has like a dent in it yeah. from where I'm sitting. But it's going to have a bigger dent in my wallet okay. if I buy it. Now, what do you make furniture with? Wood. Oh. Wood, pr wood prices were through the roof. That pushed furniture prices up. But the wood prices are going down. Lumber is going down. So we expect those prices to go down. Wait a little bit. Save your you money. Can. So if used cars, can. appliances, furniture, wait, hold off wait. on. All right. Uh, we've got about 60 seconds left here. Mixed bag. Mixed bag. Okay. Mixed bag on travel. Plan if you can. Much like the summer when we knew everybody wanted to travel, mm -hmm. at the end of the year, lots of people want to see their families for the holidays. They didn't do it last year. Don't wait to book that trip. Okay. Book it now if you know you're going in December. And think about supply. Rental cars, hard to find because less people have been flying. Make sure you book ahead, whether it's rental cars or hotels. Best chance you're going to get a deal is if you book early and you just want to make sure there's one available. You can't just show up and say, I'll take an SUV. Yeah. The chance are going to say, you'll be walking. Mm. All right. Good Steph advice. Our business correspondent. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Still ahead. Ever thought about how you and your spouse would do on a game show? Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard open up to Al about the surprising results of stress testing their marriage oh. on their new show. But first, this is Today on NBC. Welcome back. What do you get when you pair the lovability of Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard with the zaniness of Ellen's crazy competitions? Well, the answer, Family Game Fight, a new show here on NBC. That's right, and I get got to catch up with one of America's favorite couples to discuss the venture that's pitting these stars against each other in what may or may not be the best thing for a healthy relationship. Well, hey, guys, thanks for being here. We really appreciate it. The, the name of this show, Family Game Fight, it sounds a little aggressive. Uh, not a good name. That's what I I'm said. I'm glad you pointed it there out. There are we, a lot of flaws in the show. Yeah, this yeah. is this is but one of many. It's a battle. We added the word fight. We're still mulling over whether that was the correct We're decision. stuck with it. Yeah, now just we painted ourselves into a corner, and here we are. So, so what's the premise? What constitutes the fight? the battle. Lots of games. I'm so sorry. That's a brain freeze. Let's do this. It's happening, you guys. There's a game called Pie Rollers, where the losing family gets a pie to the face. That's a bad oh. game. Well, they, they, get, they get multiple pies. Yeah. So, well, what makes this game show, I think, much different is, A, it originated from Kristen and I doing a, a bit on Ellen called... Um, taste Buds. Taste Buds, where we're blindfolded and I'm tasting a banana. Oh, they're yellow. They grow on trees. Monkeys eat them. Yellow. Eucalyptus. 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 what I said. Al, no. Ah, I said. <laughs> no, no, no. And it was just an unmitigated disaster. It we is were a... really fighting. 
And it's objectively the funniest thing we've ever been a part of together. And we were like, it's pretty hysterical watching how frustrated we are with each other. What if this was a whole show? It would seem, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that you're tempting fate as a couple. You know what? You're dead right. <laughs> it's very cocky of us to leave a house with a six-year-old and an eight-year-old where we're already going to kill each other. And then we we drive 12 minutes to Warner Brothers and then just do it for another 16 hours straight. Yeah. So here you are uh, squished together during this pandemic with your kids, you know, admittedly driving each other nuts. So you get out of the pandemic and the first thing you do is get into an even smaller space in an RV <laughs> and, and start driving. So w explain that choice to me. For some reason, our family, the four of us, have learned how to cooperate in a small space better than a large space. You make different choices when you can't escape. You choose wisely, I feel like. We got along great. The girls, like, barely fought. I think we've had, like, a, a lot of little uh, compartment. One of yeah, them's knocking at the, at the door, even though they know you they take can't it. You take the question. Here. I'll get the child. Hold on. <laughs> She said, we're on TV right now. We're on the news. And she said, okay. <laughs> and and this, I'm sure, is about the doll's birthday. The, we found She's out yesterday. Bag with some, some... Her doll's birthday, and now we have to order a cake. She's taking it very seriously. Anyway. Wow. Dax, you mentioned different sights, different smells. Speaking of that, I understand there's an issue about bathroom hygiene. Where, what was the intention? Was it... Was it to be in the toilet bowl or in the trash can? Kristen thinks she's playing horseshoes with the trash can. If it is within nine inches of the trash can, for her, that's a point. She gets points. There, there's like, there's Q-tips laying on the ground. There, I mean, <laughs> there's a price to pay to live with America's sweethearts. <laughs> and, and before we go, I, I, circle back to family game fight. What was it like? I mean, did you enjoy working together? More than ever on this one. In life, every day there's nine options for us to disagree. We don't have a common goal. We don't want to eat at the same place. We aren't on the mood to watch the same TV show. We don't have the same opinion on what we should do with the kids as parents. It's just a nonstop waterfall of compromise. When we work together, it's this rare bubble where we have the exact same goal. Like we want the show to be great. And it's rare, I think, for partners in a marriage to be the benefactor of their partner's genius. If your partner is an accountant, you don't get to go to work and see them do a spreadsheet smash or add numbers. Yes, smash a spreadsheet. Some people go away to like nice hotels for a week to rekindle and we, we go shoot for 90 hours and we come out thinking like, yeah, I picked the right one. I gotta tell you, I love talking with these guys. They are just bonkers, but you can see how close they are. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get the, to the toilet thing. I don't understand. Uh, to well, miss the mark. Well, the, you know, she just doesn't quite. I guess if you're rushing. You know, boom. I guess. Do that. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we're going to have more with Dax and Kristen on the third hour, including the inspiration behind their line of children's products. And for even more, check out our full conversation at 2.30 and 6.30 on our streaming channel, Today All Day. Okay. We should also mention Family Game Fight airs Wednesdays at 9, 8 central here on NBC. All right, good stuff. Up next, need to make the most of your space? Who doesn't? Dylan is getting your home organized for the start of a new school year with help from designer Adair Curtis. But first, this is Today on NBC. Alpha One Niner, commence Wi-Fi device checklist. Laptops, 
on. TVs, streaming. Game console, consoling. Smart thermostat, set for cuddle time. Doorbell camera, oh, my package is here. Fast, reliable, able to power tons of devices inside your home at once. All systems go, you are clear for takeoff. This is Xfinity Internet, Wi-Fi built to wow. And watch the short film, The Aviators, now playing at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply, actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. We're back at 8.50 as Dylan joins the group with Today Home. Families preparing for the new school year, a lot of folks working from home, no better time for us to get organized. And Dylan, recently you got to catch up with designer Adair Curtis for some smart ways to shape up small spaces. Yeah, I certainly did. We want to add a little simplicity to whatever space needs some help, you know, organizing that desk space to organizing toys to misplacing your keys. We want to make that all a thing of the past. So we dropped in to help a young California couple with with two small children find serenity in their home. And thanks to the furniture provided by our sponsor, Wayfair, that's just what we did. With two kids, it's always very chaotic. With little ones at home, every inch of space, every corner and counter matters. Carter, can you do it too? Like so many families during the pandemic, Drew and Monica Wyman's home became a hubbub, an all-purpose, around-the-clock center of their lives. It's like a dual workstation for me, kids PlayStation. Drew, a wedding videographer who owns his own company, works from here in a tiny nook on the couple's second floor landing, surrounded by toys. Monica has returned to work as a teacher and tries to keep things organized downstairs. Feeling a bit overwhelmed at times by the tightness of the space and lack of organization, they welcomed the help to put things in place. That's when designer Adair Curtis stepped in, taking an in-depth look and focusing on three key areas. The entryway, the office, and the play area. Transforming each to achieve clutter-free and calm spaces. So Drew and Monica, they have a busy lifestyle. They're always on the move. I feel like the entryway is a good place to, to tackle. With two small kids and not a lot of space, things can get cluttered really, really fast. So we went out, we found a beautiful entry table that included a lot more storage so that they can create really great habits of going for when they go in and out of the space. What is the best advice for, you know, making sure you actually keep an area that's dedicated to, you know, your keys, your wallet. You need a space that that kind of calls for um, you to be able to drop those things there. And, you know, if you know that you have a dedicated space, it helps you create great habits. Makes sense. Um, let's yeah. talk about office. I know they don't have a closed door office and he's kind of sharing it with his kids because it's also their playroom. So how did you tackle this space? The couple I noticed had this really beautiful credenza for storage and putting things away. But the credenza was pretty low. And so they had all this wall space. We reached out to Wayfair and we got a beautiful bookcase that went vertically up that wall and allowed for a lot more storage space. What do you think? Look at all the space for our toys. And then another thing that we like to do when you don't have the real estate on the floor with furniture is we brought in some floating shelves. And the floating shelves not only help you create vignettes on the wall, but they also serve as another space for storage. I love the open shelf concept. When it comes to an office itself, what, what's the best way to stay organized so you're not always searching for, you know, a file, for a pen, for whatever it is you need? 
create spaces in an office where things should live. That may be a special drawer dedicated to files. That may be on the top of the desk, a bin dedicated to mail, dedicated to other paperwork. The storage in the desk's desk so that everything's not out is great. Carter's gonna check it out. Do you like to use baskets or bins? I mean, how can you keep it organized without looking cluttered? Totally. And so we've thought about that because not everything is going to look really aesthetically pleasing and really beautiful. We've brought in a few bins for things to also kind of go away. And, you know, you only pull them out on occasions, but they still look great up on the shelf. Just don't hide all your junk in the bins. <laughs> That's right. Get rid of all your junk. Totally. <laughs> Drew and Monica agree. Storage is key. The um, bookshelf is pretty big there, but I got excited about that just because of all the cute little kid pieces on there and the baskets for organization. My workstation is where I live pretty much, and it's that much more clean and spacious and comfortable, and I'm all about it. A fresh start to their busy lives. What a happy and now organized family. So if this gives you the itch to get organized, I asked Adair what we can do right now. And his number one tip, get rid of everything that you do not use on a very regular basis. Ooh. Sometimes easier said than done. Yes. You have those emotional attachments to those items, but it's a good golden rule we can try to stick to. Step number one. Yes. That was good. <laughs> I'm not good at that. you got to be ruthless, but oh, <laughs> you know, it hurts. You need to bring in a friend. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Guys, ahead on Hoda and Jenna, Terry Crews is going to give them a sneak peek at the final season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, I love that show. First, though, on the third hour, some ways to save on your back-to-school shopping and much more of Mr. Roker's conversation with Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell, and they talk about the whole showering thing? Yeah, they do. Hygiene, uh, kind of optional for them. <laughs> we'll explain. But first, this is today on NBC.